Welcome, dear patrons, to this, your special episode. We will talk more about games and nerdy things here. Hope you all enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Seize the GM. Okay, so this one is a solo episode. It is just me and my amazingly dulcet tones as I talk to you guys about a project that I'm working on for the patrons. So this is kind of a sneak peek for the regular listeners who might be interested in going over and joining us over on Patreon. So, here we go. So, previously on the show, we have talked about world building in a bit of depth, but not with a ton of actual practical examples. Today, what I would like to do is I'd like to dive into just that. So, I was able to get the area of focus to start to do a world building workshop from our Discord server. So I put a poll up, I asked people to vote, they gave me their choices, and then I picked the most votes, which in this case was actually two. So for this, what we're going to do, it's it's a little tease of a show where I'm going to be tackling a bit of an apocalypsed world. I'm also going to keep from tying this to any one specific game system because I feel like that can be a a constraining element to world building. So we're going to try to make this as broad and open-ended as possible so people can take it and use it however they choose. Choosing a specific system might actually be easier to do because you'd have several basic assumptions built into it for world building. Now, that's a very kind of strange way of putting it, but if you think about it, if you're using the Pathfinder system, you don't have as much in the way of things like investigation. It's more combat centric tactical movement on a board. Whereas if you're using something like gumshoe, it would be more focused on the investigation elements than beating up bad guys. And if you're using fate, it has a different feel, you know, so each system kind of has its own feel. And if I give you a general overview, then that way you can plug what you need to from the world building into that system that you want to use, whatever that system is. Even if you're like, I love the Shadowrun system, so I'm going to build, I'm going to plug it into the Shadowrun rule set. Great. Have at it. Enjoy. But we're not going to do that. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to go as broad and system agnostic as I could possibly do. So here's what we're going to do. What we're going to do is we're going to start by diving into the most broad strokes for the setting. Now, 
we have our most broad is that it's a science fiction world. Okay. Cool. But not only that, but it also has a specific type of world. And that is that it's an apocalypse world. Now that we know this, we now have a few questions to ask about this world specifically. Now, how long ago did the apocalypse event happen? Is this Earth or is it another planet? And maybe the most important question is, what was the apocalypse? So with this world, we're going to actually play with a couple of ideas. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start by looking at the three questions. I'm going to tackle them not in the order that I just read them off, but I'm going to do them in a different order. Because while doing all of this, while looking at the poll results, which there's not a lot of them, so it was easy to look at, I had two primary settings that people had given me feedback for. That was science fiction and modern. So you're asking, how can you do a modern science fiction? Because in the way we've written, you know, the way we define science fiction is, is it's got to be more than 100 years into the future. It can't be that just around the corner. It has to be something beyond that. So here's what we're going to do. So first, is this Earth or is it another planet? This question asks two things kind of on the surface. But in reality, it actually asks three. So those three. So the two is Earth, not Earth. Now, what it also asks in reality is, is it Earth or is it Earth-like or is it alien slash fantastical? And that's kind of when you're building worlds you want to kind of ask those three. Is it one of these three things? Because if it's any one of those, then that's perfect. I mean, you, you kind of have either it's fantastical, it's very much like Earth, or it's similar to Earth. So the physics are the same, but everything else has changed. Now, for what we're going to do, the way I'm answering this is because it's a science fiction Modern, what this is, is it's a, it is an Earth-like world. Because it's not going to be Earth, because an apocalypsed Earth is one thing. But what if this was on an, another planet that mankind has colonized? So, that's the idea. Now, the second question we're going to tackle is... How long ago was this apocalypse? Now, the answer for this is going to be kind of interesting. We're going to say that it was about 20 years ago. And the reason for that is what we're going to do is we're trying to make the setting similar to present day Earth. So it's in that modern 
from like the 1920s to about 20 years into the future. So somewhere in that ballpark. And now we've got our third and final question. What is the nature of the apocalypse? This one took a little bit of thinking and deciding how I wanted to do this and a bit of research. So what if about 80% of the planet's population had just gone in the blink of an eye? Now, where where did they go? That's still part of this whole building the apocalypse and what the actual apocalypse is. Now, to put this into perspective of what kind of a population we're talking about, if they had present-day Earth population density, we just hit 7.7 billion people on this planet, on Earth. So if they were on a similar trajectory to what Earth is, in 80% of the world's population to have just gone, to give you an idea, the, the time frame would be the world's population as it was 40 years after the U.S. had become a country. So we're talking about a much smaller population density on the outside 40 years, probably, from when the U.S. was made into a, you know, declared independence and was recognized as a, as a sovereign nation. That is when the world's population was similar to where we're going to have it in this. So cities, even big cities, are much smaller than they are right now. So look around you, 10 people, only two of you are left, you and one other person in a group of 10. That's it. Now, expand that out and you start to see where it would still be similar to to population densities. You're going to have these big cities that are going to have much smaller populations than what they were used to having to run. Now, the actual cause of the apocalypse. This is where What I'm going to actually do is that actual cause of the apocalypse would be the big secret for the whole campaign, the whole world building exercise, and where the PCs fit into finding out when it happened. Are they the children of survivors of the apocalypse? Or were they alive when the apocalypse happened? And as they try to piece together what has happened to the world that they call home, I have my own idea for what the actual apocalypse is. When we do the next one of these, I will tell you, because what we're going to continue to do is we're going to continue to build this world, this apocalypse world on an Earth-like planet somewhere in the galaxy. And how did it happen? What happened? Some of the histories, 
these are the things that we're going to start building out as we continue this project forward. In addition, what we're also going to be doing is as we continue to unfold this, what I'm going to be creating is I'm going to start creating several world building like worksheets to help not just me, but anybody else that is a patron will be able to download them because they'll be available to all the patrons so that they can use something that I'm already creating for a project that they're going to, that we're going to continue to work on. And I want to kind of collaborate with the patrons to help build this world out more. And as we get more and more built, it will continue to grow. So until next time, on a side note, I want to do one shout out real quick, real short. There is one, there's le actually less than one week left until the Fate of Cthulhu Kickstarter ends. So this will come out on Thursday. You've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I believe Tuesday is the final day. So go out, back that Kickstarter because it is awesome. And they just released a few new end goals about what is coming for the Kickstarter. And it actually looks really, really cool. They, they re they're releasing all of the updates that they had planned. So they're going to do uh, Fate Accessibility Toolkit previews. Uh, when they hit 85,000, they're going to do digital upgrades to EPUB and Kindle formats for the books. They're going to do, at 90,000, they're going to add another Darkest Timeline, the Necronomicon. And there's going to be a, a bonus timeline. And that is going to be Global Pandemic. And then if they hit $100,000, they are going to do a Darkest Timeline zombie uprising. So hopefully that in addition to the ones that they've already gotten and you've been following this Kickstarter, hopefully in the next few days they're going to be really trying to pump up more involvement in it and the more they get, the cooler this product is going to be in the end. So I just wanted to make one more pitch for them because they were nice enough to let us do a interview with them and talk about the game. And we've, Gardemanger and myself, have absolutely fallen in love with the game. And I want to run this game at some point and do some AP recordings of it. So you guys have something else to listen to. So, until next time, have a good one, folks.